Hello and welcome to Reddit on Reddit, the internet's auditory version of Reddit. I'm Nelson Allingham, joined by Michael Campbell. Campbell! Present, Nelson. Thank you. Now, the other day... Yeah. Samantha uh, Haynes. <laughs> Still absent. Still absent. She never shows up. People don't know this, but we have been trying to record with Samantha Haynes <laughs> yeah. since episode two. Yeah. She wasn't... We, originally, it was going to be someone else, and then we subbed her in an episode two when the theme changed at her request. <laughs> yeah, she said, I'm not coming on unless the theme changes. And we said, all right, Samantha, we'll do it. We really want you on the show. <laughs> anyway, she's not here anymore. Um... <laughs> Do you have an anecdote this I, week, Kevin? I, I do. <laughs> I like how I've put so much pressure on this. No, it's, it's not a good one. Okay. But it was something that happened to me this week, and I was like, hmm, that'll do. <laughs> yes, good. That's yeah, exactly yeah. what I was looking for. <laughs> and it's a classic misunderstanding, Nelson. Oh, my God. This and, is going to be great. And, yeah. and, and I don't know whether this is a misunderstanding of, like... Because we're both wearing masks. Okay. So yeah. I don't know whether it's something going on there or mm-hmm. the the person I got, I got them at a weird time and they really were struggling to understand this. Okay. But I needed to buy uh, two tins of condensed milk. Yes. Right. That was my task. Yeah. And I was in the, I was in the baking because I, I don't really know where it is. So I, was I wouldn't in, I was, know where that is I was either, in the baking yeah. section and yeah. there was, you know, like self-raising flour and stuff. I'm like, I figure it should be around it's here. close-ish, yeah. But I couldn't really find it. And there was a woman stacking the shelves. So I said, oh, sorry to interrupt. Um, where is the condensed milk? Yeah. She said, the milk. <laughs> and I said, the condensed milk. I need two things of condensed milk. And she's like, the milk. <laughs> so I said, no, no, I need two cans of condensed milk. And she said, cans of milk? <laughs> and I said, yes, condensed milk. And she's like... Right. Yeah, okay. Um. Yeah, I think I know what that is. And she started leading me to what was clearly the dairy section. So I had to say again, I'm like, again, just the condensed milk. To which she then made it appear as she was taking this weird long way around to the, to the aisle in which she eventually Back to the baking stuff. For the condensed milk. Oh, my God. And that was my anecdote. I don't know why I found that so funny. <laughs> that was a really good story. Thank you, Kevin. Uh, it's really annoying when stuff like that's happened. Yeah, yeah I, it's I, like, like I, a product I, that's like very close to what you want. As but well. I also just didn't know how to make it any clearer. Mm. And yeah. like and that, that's yeah, why yeah. I wasn't sure whether it was like the mask was doing some weird filtering <laughs> system where it's like yeah 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 just milk. Like it's just like <laughs> some for some reason filtering out the word condensed. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's maybe that's what's. Causing so much yeah. turmoil in the world. Yeah, maybe that we're missing a few syllables and everybody's sounding like a bit more of an asshole. Maybe we just didn't even realize. Maybe condensed milk is part of the vaccine, but it took them so long to work that out because <laughs> every time someone suggested it, it was yeah. filtered out of the masks. Yeah. Just milk? I don't know. I think this is a terrible idea, but I guess I'll try it. He keeps wanting cans of milk. No. It's. I don't think it comes in cans. The strange thing is, it's unbelievably close to working. <laughs> But it's not there. <laughs> it's like if we could just it. <laughs> what yeah. was that? If we could just it. it. Mm, <laughs> yes. Um. Okay. Anyway, that was great. Can we come up with more of those okay. every week, please? Uh, but let's get into Reddit on Reddit. I think. Um, this first. What does one, Sarah Haynes think? Sarah Haynes. Samantha. Who's Sarah Haynes? Oh, Sarah sister? Haynes is her sister. I, sometimes I call Sarah Haynes to find out where Samantha Haynes is. 
<laughs> hey Sarah, we're still we're still wanting Samantha yeah. to come on. Oh, we should point out if you have any information on the whereabouts of Samantha Haynes, <laughs> do write in. She has been missing for several <laughs> years. <laughs> we did think that she was just avoiding us, but yeah. now that I've spoken about this out loud, yeah. yeah. She was last seen with David Miscavige, the leader of the Scientology religion. Oh, no. no. Oh, this is starting to come together. Um, do you know what I'm determined to do now? Is what? get a Samantha Haynes on the show. Or Sarah Haynes. And we can ask her where and Samantha where- Haynes is. Uh, all right. Let's, uh, let's get into it, Cambridge. Uh, this, uh, first read it on Reddit was by Nicholas Lorindo. Uh, and it was in the subreddit, Murdered by Words. I've decided to go with a bit of a controversial one to begin with. <laughs> oh, <great. laughs> Last week we started talking about the... Politics, the, yeah, yeah. Yeah, politics. <laughs> um, this is very similar in a way. Uh, Japanese person telling off couch activist for telling child that they are pr- appropriating Japanese culture. So uh, there was a screenshot here. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, I don't even know what platform this is from, but it looks sort of reddity, but something slightly different. Anyway, uh, it's a picture of a young girl. Is, oh. it, is it the soon-to-be defunct parlor? <laughs> oh, maybe. <laughs> could be, could be. We'll, we'll wait to see how terrible this is and yeah. then we'll decide whether it might have been Parliament. No, I don't, I don't think it is. <laughs> but yeah, it could be anyway. Uh, so there's a there's a photo of a little girl. She's probably around nine. Mm-hmm. And she is dressed in a kimono. Mm-hmm. She also has uh, the like white-faced makeup like on. Like a geisha. Like a geisha. Um, and the, the, the lips as yep. well. It's yep. like, you know, very, uh, yep. and, and, uh, chopsticks in the hair kind of yep. thing to do in hair. Yep. Just trying to paint you the full picture here. Uh, and th- so there's a few comments and I'm just going to read through them as they are written. The first one says, teach children that this is not okay. And then underneath it says, teach children that there's nothing wrong with this. <laughs> and then underneath that. I'm really not understanding why you think cultural appropriation would be okay, unless you're assuming that the girl in the picture is part Japanese. I disagree. The makeup is clearly reflective of the traditional geisha makeup, which is yellow face and therefore racist. Furthermore, the girl is wearing a kimono, a garment that has for ages carried cultural significance. Assuming that she is white, how can you think this is okay? And cultural appropriation isn't a thing. What rock do you live under? I suggest you educate yourself on the differences between cultural appreciation and cultural appropriation. And then this final comment. I am Japanese. In Japan, at this very moment, the only people who think culture shouldn't be shared are racists like you. (laughs) A vast majority of Japanese people actually enjoy other people making an effort to spread and enjoy Japanese culture and encourage it. Many make businesses in deliberately taking pictures of people in kimonos. A common uh, homage, homage, get in brackets I've said, gift for foreigners from Japanese people is traditional Japanese things such as kimonos, tea sets, shisa, dog statues, etc. 
And to top it off, basically 80% of Japanese customs, tradition, traditions, and food came from other countries. Japanese is an, in, is an integration of different cultures, like America. Japan takes influences from places like Korea, China, Russia, and Europe. If Japan stuck to itself, there would be no tempu tempura, uh, Japanese tea, tea ceremonies, kabuki, Japanese bread, Japanese curry, J-pop, anime, cars, or modern fishing techniques. The picture is not yellow face. They are not making fun of Asians. In fact, it looks as like they put extra care and research into their work. The only reason that you have a problem with this is because that little girl is white and you know that it is acceptable on Tumblr. Oh, Tumblr. That's what we're on. To crap all over white people. The only racist here is you. Okay. So, so uh, what, do you, what do you think about this, this argument about you can't use anything from outside your culture or its cultural mm -hmm. appropriation? Yeah. Which seems to be some people's understanding of it. Yes. Which is wrong. Like, I, I think that there is absolutely room to, like, appreciate and respect and love cultures outside your own. Mm, like, yeah. Absolutely there is. But, like, to the, to the, I guess the person that first commented, their logic would mm. be, like, we recently sent uh, our Secret Santas, like, Australian-themed gifts. Yeah. Like, you know, uh, or let, let's say an iconic Australian thing is, like, the Akubra hat, right? Yeah. So yeah. we send someone a Akubra hat and say, this is from Australia, and they put it on, and we go, oh, you're racist. How <laughs> dare you? <laughs> you I but cannot believe you put the, that on. The, the difference being where I think that, people can get upset and yeah. rightly so is the other, the, the most go-to example, which is like, I don't know, a, a young woman at a music festival wearing like an Indian headdress. Cause it looks a bit vaunchy and she just, you know, she thinks it's a bit kooky, whatever. And mm -hmm. you're like, well, you know, there's a tradition behind that and maybe don't get wasted in a field mm. dancing to whatever music, <clears throat> but like the one, yeah. one has more of a respect to the culture than the other, you know, someone yeah. dressing up like a geisha, Depending why, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and someone just having a party and going, oh, that's a funny hat. Let's put that on. <laughs> yeah. Different things. Yes. Uh, true. Okay. So the thing about cultural appropriation, right, mm -hmm. is the cultural appropriation was invented recently. Like it's it hasn't been a, a thing. Um, it was and came out of America um, specifically. And I think it came from like you know we talk about like white guilt <laughs> and i think it actually stemmed from that to be like let's guilt white people more for doing anything associated with another um you know culture and let's say that that's racist and i think that um that idea of like uh you know uh blackface which is very much like this is a racist thing to do mm -hmm. and it's not appreciated anywhere mm. is like how that it kind of got looped in with this oh let's make that part of cultural appropriation and and also associate that with somebody wearing a kimono or something yeah but it's like, like the, the history of blackface was used for like mockery yeah yeah exactly whereas wearing a kimono was wearing a kimono yeah that's right and i think people have just got confused uh -huh. where it's like there is what it comes down to is there are things that are racist and things that are not racist. Yeah. Like cultural appropriation, I, I really believe should we should just get rid of that term entirely because it doesn't. It's 
it's too misused and too broad for anybody to actually get any understanding out of that word and what that means. It's like you can't you can absolutely dress, I think, you know, in a in a kimono, that's fine. But if you dress in a kimono and you say, Oh, I'm a Japanese idiot, then yeah, yeah, you know, right. then that's racist. It, but it, that's not like yeah. then that cultural appropriation feels as though it accompany it, it it sort of goes over both those things, but it's not like it yeah. it's just such a stupid term, I yeah. feel like. It's like you look at someone wearing a kimono. Or like um, Mickey Rooney's Asian character from Breakfast at Tiffany's mm. that has the big buck teeth <coughs> and they've like coloured his skin. Yes. One is far more racist, but he's not dressed like a stereotypical <laughs> Asian man necessarily, <laughs> exactly. but he's doing way more damage to that culture than someone wearing a kimono. Yes, exactly. I know we've uh, brought it up before as well mm-hmm. uh, on the show, but uh, I think another sort of part of this is... Um, like uh, the Ghost in a Shell yep. movie yep. where they had, I can't even remember Scarlett who played Hansen. the role. Scarlett Johansson, right, yeah. And they were saying, this is such a horrible thing that, you know, she's playing a Japanese character or what? Or what did it say? I don't even know where it's from. Chinese? Was uh, it? No, Japanese. It is Japanese? Yep. Okay. And then uh, they just interviewed a bunch of people from Japan or yeah. they go to and they're like, we don't care at yeah. all. Like, this <laughs> yes. is not really an issue. Yeah. Um, and I feel like that's, yeah, it, it really needs to come down to that. Like, does the culture find it offensive mm. that you are doing what you're doing yeah. with what is traditionally theirs? Yeah. A- another one that I find funny was there's a movie called The Great Wall, which is a uh, Chinese-produced movie. Predominantly Chinese cast. Brad Pitt. Oh, no. Uh, um, Matt Damon. Matt Damon, yeah. Matt Damon yeah. Was, was cast in the lead. And a lot yep. of people called out like, oh, you're doing a white savior thing. Yeah. But that was made by China. <laughs> China <laughs> yeah. was like, well, we want Matt Damon. He's a big movie star. Yeah, exactly. And we want these dumb Westerners to go see this movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. More money yeah, yeah. is what we're thinking. <laughs> yes. How about The Last Samurai? Hmm? How about that one? Probably the same sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, and, and I think uh, I think uh, do you know it's funny because I we went to a oh no you went there at that time but when we uh, worked at the cinema company they had a theme that was called Out of Africa mm. right and what was really funny was um, so people were thinking about different like the like, some dressing up Lion King esque mm-hmm. there was a few I can't I can't even remember really what everybody dressed up as. And I went in um, just down the road, actually, from where we worked. There was like an African um, clothing shop. Yeah. And so I was like, cool, I'll just get some of this stuff. And somebody on the night was like, oh, yeah, I like your outfit. Bit racist, though. <laughs> I was like, what are, you, what are you talking about? I'm at a party where we're, where we're like, I suppose, meant to be celebrating African culture in some degree. Yeah. And I've dressed up with some African attire. It's like African like patterns and stuff. Yeah, right? like yeah. patterns and uh, it had a little um, uh, hat on. I can't remember what it's called, yep. but like it's like a square kind of yep. hat. And uh, and I coloured my face black. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was just like such. Again, it was that thing where it's like nobody really knows when something yeah. like that is is offensive or not racist. As opposed to you, the idea was like going to a. Part of the theme is Africa. Yeah. I really like and appreciate these patterns. They have such cool clothing. <laughs> yeah. They have such a cool, like, 
uh, yeah, a style to that. Like they have these vibrant colors, these interesting patterns. Like I love it. I think it's great. And so for somebody to be like, oh, because you're wearing it, that's mm. racist. It just kills me. I think we should totally get rid of cultural appropriation as a term and we just stick to this is racist or not, you know? And going back to your, like, original example of that with somebody wearing, like, a feathered headdress, you know, maybe Native uh, American mm-hmm. sort of thing, and, uh, I, I don't know, getting drunk and doing drugs in a, in a, um, at a festival. Like, yeah, that that's probably far more offensive yeah. to something that, especially because I think there's a lot of, like, spirituality and stuff that yeah. goes around that. That well, yeah, American, like, like in, in the same way, if someone things. was dressed up as Jesus doing that, mm. and someone was offended, you'd be like, "Well, I get that." Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, quite important to some people. Yeah, that's fair enough. You yeah, can yeah, be, yeah. be offended by that. Um, uh, so yeah. Anyway, I just thought this was like uh, such a good, good point, and and calling out people on it. And it's funny that the person um, who was against this. Their very last sentence was, you should educate yourself on the difference between cultural appreciation and cultural appropriation. I was like, yeah, you obviously don't understand it. And this is absolutely about appreciation. And it was like, oh, just kills me. Some people are the fucking worst. I also love the idea of being confidently wrong as well, which happens happens a lot on Reddit. In fact, I saw one today and it's something you can attest to as well, which is this weird argument where half of the people in a thread were like, that's not true. And then half the people in the thread were like, no, it's definitely true. Mm. And it was about someone had said, well, in in cinemas, uh, what we used to do is at the end of the day, we'd bag up all the popcorn into like giant see-through bags and then put them back in the popper the next day, mix them in with more popcorn. Yeah. And then someone's like, no, they don't. (laughs) <laughs> and then someone else kind of like, no, I work in a cinema as well. They definitely do that. Yeah. And then someone, my favorite one was some guys like, look, I don't want to call you all a liar, but I've never seen anyone filling a popper <laughs> with old popcorn. I don't think it happens. I think it's a health code violation. And I'm sitting there and you, you would know. As well, oh yeah. It definitely happens. This- but this guy was so convinced that everyone that had commented yes was wrong. Oh my God. I want to talk to that person <laughs> oh by uh, the way that's a thing cinemas do by the way uh, yeah if, if you buy popcorn early in the morning it's from the other day yeah uh funnily enough there is in fact one of the cinemas uh one of the complexes from the cinema that we used to work for was so um quiet that they would pop popcorn once a day <laughs> uh once a week rather yeah. and use that popcorn for the entire week or i think maybe like a monday to friday mm-hmm. so monday they popped and they used that same popcorn <laughs> till friday <laughs> and then on saturday and sunday they would might pop again when it's a bit busier but um yeah, yeah all the time it's so oh man i hate it when people are like like why would you be so why would you think that you are so right without not knowing, yeah. like you, you could only be like sort of sure, you yeah. know, like oh, that seems like a health code violation. But, but to be like, no, you have to be wrong because I think that it's a health code <laughs> violation. Like, what a dumb idiot! Oh my god, the internet is just full of idiots. Not us, not though, us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, Campbell, let's get into ask credit. This Ask Reddit is by Core Hookmaster. Aliens arrive and notify us that Earth is doomed, but they but that they can take one million people to a new planet. They place you in charge of deciding who gets to go. How do you pick the million? All right. This this is my first question to the aliens. Mm-hmm. 
am I part of the one million? Because I don't want to round up a million people. <laughs> and then yeah. they're like, thanks for that. Bye. <laughs> and then fly off without me. Well, you just make sure that you're in the category yeah, yeah, yeah. of that million. That's what and I mean. Fine. Am I like, point to me and go, first of all, one? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or, or is that like, is it technically yeah. a million and one and I'm there as well? I think you could say you have to be part of the million. Yeah. So if you're like, oh, people that have contributed to society, you wouldn't be in that <laughs> category, <laughs> obviously. Yeah. You would not be included Yeah, they've in contributed the to this society, but this society is about to go. Yes. So, no, no, no. We don't really want these people. Here's where I think I would disappoint the aliens. Because mm-hmm. I think I would just choose the closest one million people to me. <laughs> not, not even emotionally, just geographically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Who's the closest one million? There should yeah. be a... Oh, this seems like such a task to get a million people. <laughs> I guess... Uh, just like from where I am. Yeah. <laughs> just the million close. Like, what's the population of, like, Melbourne? We, we'd probably have more than a million. More than a couple million? Yeah, I'd say, I don't know. I have zero idea. Yeah, I've literally no, no idea. No, I think we're like, our country is like in the seven to eight million. Right. Ish. Am yeah, I making right. that up? No, no, I, I well, maybe. I, I have no idea. Uh, I'm not Googling during yeah, the show, yeah, yeah. But, Cambo, but continue. He's doing, he's doing something else. Um, but yeah, I, I guess what what I, I'd go to like a dense area. Way more than I thought. <laughs> okay, really? Maybe it's like 8 million in in Victoria. In, right. It's 25.36 million in Australia. <clears throat> Still relatively small, huh? Like, uh, like India's got a billion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Uh, we have 6.359 million in Victoria. Right. Okay. In Victoria. In Victoria. So, yeah, what, what, I need to find a section that we'll have, because like, if you go to inner city, then when it comes time for construction, I feel like get, like construction workers won't necessarily be working necessarily like, or like living necessarily in a city. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So a bit like, but you would probably get more doctored. Like you need somewhere that you think you're going to get a good cross section of a different, of a whole bunch of different skill sets. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay. Like agricultural or, you know, farming and crops and mm. yeah. you're not going to find them in the city, are you? That's a good point. Cause I didn't really think about yeah, That's the problem, Nelson. You didn't think. think. <laughs> yeah. Cause I was like, I was thinking being more broad, like, yeah. Okay. They are... Who are all the actors and actresses I like? <laughs> wait, yeah. wait. Just actresses I like. Yeah, just actress. <laughs> Sarah Michelle. Yeah, yeah. The aliens get there and they're like, you can bring a million. No, 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 I'm good. I'm yeah, gonna, yeah, I'm yeah. Just me and Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> I have a plan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We will. She'll have to. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only yeah. way for the human population to go on. Um, no, so... Yeah, because I was. Oh thinking, wait, sorry. All of our probably. listeners, I mean. Yeah. I'd bring all of our listeners. I, yeah. <laughs> we put them like in the back of the, the back of the and, ship. And we'll be like, <laughs> "You guys are all lucky to be." Yeah. <laughs> you, you scraped in just by a thread, by the skin of your teeth. You got in here. <laughs> I feel like we're creating a Titanic scenario <laughs> where they are all Jack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cause I was thinking what well, far more broadly, like, okay. If you have, um, you know, like maybe like, Oh, if you've saved someone's life before, mm-hmm. then you deserve yep. a spot. So we'll, oh, we'll, right. you know, just all of everybody who saved anybody yep. else's life. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, maybe you get doctors and stuff in that, but yep. you're probably not getting any, like, yeah, farmers, yeah. people that are... 
Have First of all, I'd go. I'd make an announcement to all psychics, mm-hmm. like you're all at. Why didn't you see this coming? <laughs> this <laughs> yeah. is a biggie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on. Be- no, nah, do you know what? This is what would happen. Aliens that arrive, tell us, hey, Earth is doomed. I go, yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, we really thought that you would be surprised by this. Like, oh, no. no, no it's see- been on a downward trajectory. Yeah. Ever since they turned on that Hadron Collider, mm. don't think a single good thing has happened, <laughs> I'll be honest. We have been going downhill <laughs> like a horrible roller coaster. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, that's right. So obviously we're not taking any of the psychics yeah. with us because, quote, psychics is exactly yeah. the reason why. Um, uh, the Mayans, not taking any of those. No. <laughs> <laughs> those idiots thought the world ended years ago. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, but but I think maybe you're right. I thought it was so stupid to begin with, Cambo. But maybe just getting into a densely populated area and being like, just the million people around me yeah. will hopefully randomly give you enough, mm. like, you know, people that uh, that are diverse and give you different things. Yeah. And then, like, and it's not a perfect system because by doing that, you'll eventually, like, you know, checking off people's things and someone will come off and you're like, and what was your occupation? They'll be like, life coach. I go, oh, you're lucky. You're <laughs> so lucky you go, get in there, you we son of a... You yeah. go with the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The scum. <laughs> um, yeah, that is uh, a good point. Like, what's the worst one? Like, life coach is bad. Mm. But what's the worst one if you're like... Well, I mean, what if they were like... Oh, I look after the preservation of the earth or something. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, you know, <laughs> horrible challenge. Also, we, not needed. Yeah, I, <laughs> I think we need some fresh eyes. If I'm going to be honest with you, Earth is gone. <laughs> yeah, this is. Uh, yeah, that's true. It's like oh, I maintain the national forest. Well, that national forest is gone, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. You've you've you failed at the one job that you had. Um. We would also have a problem with, like, uh, you know, um, uh, entertainment on the new planet. That's why that we... we're here, Nelson. <laughs> oh, okay. Everybody has I to I would say we should keep at other podcasters. We don't want... We want to, <laughs> we want to corner the market. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, any longest-running Reddit-based podcasts are allowed. <laughs> uh, is there... Yeah, yeah. It's... Um, because if we're thinking about like cinema entertainment, then mm. we traditionally have very woeful films. Yeah. Although we have some good actors. All right. We've got so- the Hemsworths. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we, we need to give them a quick call. Like get yeah. into this town. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, free donuts. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody likes a Chris, free donut. <laughs> you can bring Liam. Don't bring Luke. <laughs> he yeah. knows why. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll be awkward when he's like, why? What's this for? Like, oh, uh, nothing. Yeah. Just uh, tell him it's a movie. Then he'll know he's not in it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is Matt Damon still in Australia? Yeah, there's a lot of celebrities in Australia at the moment. Zach Efron's living here. Oh, nah. nah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fair enough. Sorry, Zach. <laughs> uh, we've already got one. Like, I feel like Chris Hemworth. He's ticks, the hunk. Ticks off the yeah, bottom right, right. of the hunk, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Sorry, Matt. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, that's good. And obviously, it's so much. Obviously, obviously. Okay, but uh, you, you can bring one filmmaker. Mm. So, so you're only going to get that kind of film forever. Who who are you picking? Um. Uh, well, and I think you need to be strategic here 
Because if you were be, to be like, well, Quentin Tarantino, right? Mm-hmm. Quentin Tarantino has been going for 30 years and he's made nine films. They're yeah. not coming out that frequently, are and they? didn't he say like, oh, I just want to hit a certain amount of Ten. films yeah, and yeah. that stuff? You've got yeah. one more. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, that's rubbish. He's, yeah, he's, he's out. out of it for sure. Um, do we want somebody then that can produce a lot quickly? Yeah. Though a lot of the, like Woody Allen comes to mind, but he's not a good guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We don't really. But don't he really. does do about a film a year. So he's pretty quick. Yeah. Um, how about, well, not Christopher Nolan because we want to hear the movie. <laughs> 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 yeah, we want to be able Here's to thing, understand what's like, going on. My mind was kind of like, well, okay, Kevin Feige does all of the Marvel movies. Okay. I'm going to bring him. Mm-hmm. But then the problem is we'll get on the ship. He's like, I produce them. Like, I don't have anyone yeah, to yeah. produce. Yeah. <laughs> like, ah, oh, Chris is here. This is you with Chris. <laughs> yeah. You guys get together, do a couple more Thors. Just do- <laughs> Done. Just keep doing the Thors. See you in two hours, Kevin. He's like, how long do you think it takes this? I'll see you in two hours. Or do you want to be put with the <laughs> podcast listeners? <laughs> Um, how about Joss Whedon? He's done some great creative stuff mm. before. He's, you know, done work with the Marvel stuff. Yep. I think DC as well. And his wife won't be there, so he can cheat on her all he wants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I don't think they're still together anymore. So. Well, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> It'd be even weirder if yeah, we yeah. did oh, bring her. Oh, let's bring her. <laughs> We've realized that this is your yeah. muse, cheating <laughs> on your wife. No, no, we'll bring her and be like, "Just this is just entertainment for us. You're like, if you sleep with any other woman except your wife, you're off the ship. <laughs> yeah, not even with a podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're just off the ship entirely. Now, um, make another season of Firefly. Yes. We don't have the cast for you. No, we can we get the See cast? See you in two hours. Yes. <laughs> I like the idea that in the end, after all this time of discussing what million people will take, we come back to the aliens and it's very, very exclusively just like things that we want personally <laughs> to, watch, to watch. Like we've got a guy from the Cadbury factory. He's there because we want chocolate yeah, sometimes. Yeah, yeah. And then we've got a guy who who knows how to cultivate and make corn because we want popcorn for all the <laughs> movies that we've, we've planned to be made on this other planet. Um, yeah, I'm okay with that. Though. Yeah, if we'll be entertained. Let's be honest. I don't think either of us could come up with a million people, even if you gave us ten years, that we would then feel confident that we are going to create another planet that will thrive. Mm. I don't think that's going to happen. We may as well create a planet for our entertainment only. We'll eventually die there, yeah, yeah, but at yeah. least we had, you know, yeah, good fun while we while it lasts. We'll watch all those new Thor movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where Thor is in chains yeah. all like through the whole movie because he doesn't want to do it anymore. <laughs> so we don't even really like the Thor movies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't really like the whole time. Like, oh, I like Captain America more. We should oh, have got Chris. <laughs> hey, all right, Chris, Chris, uh, you're now Captain America. Go. <laughs> yeah. Lose the accent. Yeah. We should, yeah. Robert Downey Jr. The Iron Man ones are fun. Hmm. Tom Holland. Yep. Just do a just do many Spider Man and Iron Man crossovers. Yeah. Just Wacky for, Avengers. Forever. <laughs> do you know what would be awkward? Right, yeah, write us good. into the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't want to do much though. Yeah. <laughs> I. Do you know what would be funny though is if we accidentally in the million got somebody from Sony and somebody from Disney 
And we still couldn't have the rights to create the films. <laughs> like, oh damn, we didn't oh, we didn't think about this. They're still both saying that yeah. Spider-Man can't be in those those Marvel films. Oh, so annoying. Anyway, here's another one, Cambe. How long have we been going for? Nah, it's oh shit. Actually, that's pretty no, I'm doing that. I will do one of okay. the other ones. Okay. I just won't answer. Okay. <laughs> this one. Was by now, this one's tailored for you, Cambo. Okay. <laughs> this is gonna be so awkward when you don't answer to that best question. Uh, this is by Chito N fan. Oh, wait, 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 Chai Town fan. Oh, 92. Got it. Uh, you're tasked with introducing three movies to someone who has never watched a movie. The criteria a movie that scared you, a movie that made you laugh out loud. And a movie that you had your mind blown at the end. What three movies do you pick? Hmm. So I think it's a hard one because they're probably just watching it by themselves. Mm. So like that makes the scary one more scary, but it makes the comedy I think harder because one of the best cinema experiences I've had, and maybe you were even there for this very screening, Mm -hmm. but it was the opening night of the very first Hangover movie. Yes. And it was a completely packed cinema. There's about 700 people in the cinema and I've yeah. never heard a louder cinema. Yeah. It was like raucous with laughter. Mm. And say what you want about that movie and about how funny it is or how well it's aged. Yeah. But I was laughing continuously yeah. through that whole movie. Yeah, yeah. But were I to watch it alone on you know DVD or whatever in my mm. house, yeah, it's probably not going to match that level of because like there's no energy in the room. Yeah, exactly. I, I love that reason for going to the cinemas the most, I reckon, is... Seeing a huge blockbuster film or whatever, yeah. and having a lot of people around you like yeah. reacting at the same time, it, it really like heightens it. Yeah. My my best experience for that was um, Harry Potter, one of the first ones. Mm-hmm. Totally packed out, seven hundred and forty three seat auditorium, <laughs> uh, with all like we we were in uh, primary school at the time. Mm. Uh, God damn, that's so old. Um, yeah. Or I'm so old, um, and it was just like such a more interesting like. A really exciting experience mm. um, to watch. Well, so yeah, it's, it's tricky for the funny one for sure. Yeah, and and to your point again, one one of the best experiences I've ever had is in a cinema, which was uh, Avengers Endgame. Mm. Well, yep. actually, I would say both Infinity War and Endgame. Yeah, lucky enough to get to see them like two days before they were released at like special screenings, mm-hmm. which were just packed with people. Yeah, were, like buzzing with excitement. And spoilers for both of them. Uh, yeah. At the end of Infinity War, mm-hmm. the dead silence mm-hmm. of that movie yeah. was great. Yeah. And uh, when Thor enters Wakanda. Yeah. But I've never heard a louder audience than when... Uh, I know what you're going to say, but say it anyway. Well, I've got my hand out as well to gesture. I but, thought you were going to shake my hand. Yeah. Right. <laughs> in agreement in yeah. this scene. It's when Captain America picks mm, up yes. Nornia yeah. in Endgame. The audience like erupted. Yeah. That was very cool. Yeah. I'm going to watch it again. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, that's such a good point. Yeah. Anyway, that wasn't really the question. Because <laughs> it scared so, me. I'm, I'm thinking I'm pretty hard to scare. Yeah, I think the same. And, and like there's movies that scared me as a kid, but they wouldn't hold up. Maybe like I, I very rarely watch scary movies in general, I think, which uh-huh. is probably why it's harder for me to pick one. But yeah. I reckon maybe like The Grudge, I vaguely remember okay. being scared, yeah. finding that scary. There's a movie called Hereditary that came out semi-recently, about two years ago. Yeah. And it did so much scare me, but it is unsettling. Like it's it's a very creepy movie. Yeah, yeah. 
And that's probably the one that got under my skin the most. Yeah. Like afterwards, I was like, oh, boy. Yes. So yes. I'll, maybe I'll lock that in. Actually, one that I found, again, not really scary, but on that same sort of thing was uh, Funny Games. Oh, yep. Yep. That is a terrific movie. But it's, it's um, what do you call it? Uh, mentally, um, it's like a mental torture film yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. This is a word that I, I can't quite get Psychological. Yeah. Psychological torture sort yeah. of movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, I wouldn't say necessarily scary in yeah, itself. Yeah, nothing jumps out of you and goes boo. Yeah. Um, but such a great film. Okay. Uh, so the funny one. So do you think Hangover? <sighs> Hangover, like legitimately, I think is pretty funny films. Pretty yeah. One of the best ones. Yeah. There's also like, I think Death at a Funeral and, is and quite a funny one. That I, I, think, I think that you need to take in that uh, like these people have never seen a movie before. So a lot of the movies that are like seen as the funniest movies of all time, mm-hmm. are like Life of Brian, for instance, by Mon- Mon- yeah. not a good first movie. Yes, because you've yeah. got nothing to base any of that on. You, know <laughs> yeah. I mean? you need you need actually a pretty run of the mill standard comedy. Mm. For which I think something like The Hangover is probably good because it's it's very baseline. Just understand the nothing's going to challenge you at yeah. all, <laughs> but it, it is quite funny. Naked guy in the trunk. How about Ace Ventura, When Nature Calls? I'll <laughs> go straight to the second one. I did, I liked When Nature Calls better than Pet Detective. Yeah. And I don't think there's too much combining them, really, where you're like, hang on, hang on, hang on. What's yeah, going yeah, yeah. Who is this guy? <laughs> and you're like, oh, it's not explained in the first one yeah. either. <laughs> exactly. Uh, what, about, what about Back to the Future? Although, here's the thing. It's not mm. that funny, is it? It's just very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it is funny. Yeah, but not but, really. but it's not like the funniest movie I've ever seen. Yeah. Now I feel like I'm gonna I'm gonna leave here, leave this room, and I'll be like, oh, I've just remembered the funniest film I've ever yeah. seen, and I can't remember what it is. Or like you you try and pretend to be cultivated, and you you show them like Jane Austen's Emma or something, mm. and you're like, it was very funny. I'm very sophisticated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I'm going to show you A Midsummer Night's Dream by William Shakespeare. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, this is what all comedy's like. You're like, yes, mm, yes. <laughs> Being John Malkovich. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> uh, okay, and the last one is uh, one that you had your mind blown at the end. I so have to it, have a... Is that saying just like with a twist? Or... Because like I would say that my mind was blown at the end of The Departed when I first watched it. In fact, I have this distinct they memory killed of everyone. <laughs> this distinct memory of when the movie ended, my my mouth was just open for about yeah. three, four minutes afterwards, and then someone came in the room and looked at me and were like, "Are you okay?" I was yeah. like, "Yes, I just I killed everyone." <laughs> yeah, I did not have that reaction to that film. But for me, I was quite young when I saw it. For me, it was Fight Club. Right. I was like, he's what? <laughs> the same. But how about that scene? Oh, no, they do a flashback and they explain it. Um, that one to me is, yeah, for that that idea of like a twist mm. and it's mind-blowing. Um, but in the other sense, maybe, of something that's a bit like, uh, you know, thinking about like interstellar type style. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually oh, yeah, where you can't understand the dialogue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I think like... Uh, in that sort of style, mine is Inception. Right. I think that's like such a great film. I was actually just watching a um, a review of that recently. Of Inception. Yeah. Hey, funnily like, what enough. Is this so many good. <laughs> yeah. No, oh, it wasn't so much a review it's as like a, a retrospective. Like, yeah, like explaining how the story was um, 
sort of came together and the things that different things represented it's in a, the film. It's a metaphor for filmmaking, etc. Yes, they had that, which I thought was the most stretch of a I, metaphor. I would say but that normally, but Nolan is such a wank yeah. that I do think he probably, he probably was did. like... Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I... I Think it's such a brilliant film on on a lot of levels, mm. and uh, yeah, it's really cool. But that'd be mine. Mine is a movie I watched yesterday. Oh, called Rat Race. <laughs> Rat Race. <laughs> Do you remember the movie Rat Race? Uh, I don't think I ever saw it, <laughs> yeah, but I know of it's, it. Uh, it's pretty mind-blowing stuff, Nelson. Yeah, I should. I'll definitely watch that. I, I watched it because as a kid, I was like, Rat Race is hilarious. Yeah. It's one, of, like, one of the best films I've ever seen. I used to have it on DVD. Watched it constantly. Watched it yesterday. Not a chuckle. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Not a chuckle. Yeah, that's... Uh, that's but obviously mind-blowing. I saw another one that's like really good is uh, American Beauty. Mm-hmm. Great one. Mm. Aged well. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Kevin's face is <laughs> <Yeah>. totally fine. <laughs> Hasn't done anything criminal. Underage. He, he attracted underage people. Well, that's the tick, but they've, they've just got the gender wrong. That's all. Yeah, <laughs> so, so close. So close. Um, all right, Lakembo, let's move into Today I Advice. So now it's time for Today I Learned. And also sometimes advice. This uh, was some advice I was taking from the relationship advice subreddit came out. Told you, I'm, I'm going, to, that's my go to. Talk to each other, communicate. Oh. Communicate. This is what I've realized is as well, because normally I would go on the advice subreddits hmm. and they are like a far more depressing. Yeah. Um, you could really test this one week and go to the finance advice one. Oh, see if we can help see we, oh my God. All right. Yeah, I like that. Game. Yeah. I'll put that in the rotation. Um, first question, what is a 401k? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I need to know that first before I now give you this yeah. financial advice. Uh, okay. But this is by Pirated Cheese 8320 My boyfriend... Won't stop fighting on my cat. Mm. Boyfriend won't stop won't stop fighting on my cat. Yeah, wow. My boyfriend, twenty two male, and I, twenty female, live together. I brought my cat with us to the new place, and he won't stop fighting on it. It's gotten to it gotten so bad to where whenever he feels like he needs to fart, he will search for her so he can fart on her. I doubt she I doubt she cares because she's a cat, but I've told him to stop being mean to her and he says that's just how she, he shows affection towards her. But he doesn't fart on me, so that doesn't make sense. I don't know what to do. I've asked him to stop, but he just can't apparently. He said he has to. Hmm. Uh. Now we we often advocate for talking to your partner <laughs> in this. Yeah. But I, I do I do want to see the moment that this person sat their boyfriend down and is like, Brandon, why are you farting on the cat? I know you say it's affection, but I really want to get to the core of this. What compels you to do that? I like that he's managed to almost convince her that farting on the cat (laughs) is a sign of of affection. She's like, oh, it could be true, but he doesn't fart on me. Here's the thing. I think that she needs to set up security cameras for when she's not around to see if he still does it. 
Because oh. I think there's more legitimacy to it if he's still doing it when she's not around. You know what I mean? <laughs> he's like, he's oh, a- he, he genuinely enjoys doing this. It's not to annoy me. <laughs> That's so weird. <laughs> I thought when I read this that it could have been you and the cat Megs mm-hmm. that uh, you love. But male cats, so yeah. slightly different. Yeah. With a, uh, with a uh, admittedly quite feminine name. A lot of people yeah. think that Megs is a girl. So whenever they say, oh, this is Megs, and they go, oh, how, how old is she? I just let it go. Yeah. Yeah. And then you fart on him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When no one's around, though. <laughs> Did you often call him a dickhead? Yep. And things like that? Yeah, that's because he is. To be fair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like okay. you've made the, that up. People think I'm being mean. This is what a dickhead he is. We Nelson took care of him the other week. Mm-hmm. We came to pick him up. He's hidden in a wardrobe behind a bunch of clothes. Yeah. And then we opened the little thing of like shirts that were hanging and then he hissed at us. Yeah. He hissed. He's like, hey, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I'm just taking with my shirts. <laughs> yeah. What he's a dug dickhead. a hole in the garden. He sticks his head in it. <laughs> what a dickhead. <laughs> What's he doing that for? <laughs> I should fart on him. He also poos a lot. Mm. Just throwing out that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was just to you. Yeah. <laughs> he, hold, he holds it in Yeah, until uh, he gets to your house. Yeah, he's like, he's like oh boy, this is a month <laughs> being packed up. Um, I'm going to fart on Megs now. now <laughs> just to show my affection. Yeah. Is there something to do with maybe, you know, like, uh, like dogs and stuff pee on things? Mm-hmm. To mark their territory. Yeah. Cats rub their face. Cats rub their face. What if humans start fighting on things? To, yeah. Does that mean, this like, is mine. Does that mean you, like, own, like, your little brother? Because that's, like, a pretty common big brother, like, bully thing, isn't yeah. it? To hold your little brother down and fart on him. Yeah. And it's the, like, pi- oh, and you're the my pillow that yeah. he's, like, on quite yeah, often. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that's it. I would like the idea that you can just claim things by farting on them. Yeah. But to, to help this person out, and this isn't... Advice that we often give in this subreddit: mm-hmm. just leave him. Just leave him. That's a pretty bit. That's a pretty bold move for somebody that's just fighting on your cat. I mean, it is weird. What's the thing? If he really, really wants you back, he will stop fighting. And oh. then you, I'm not saying you have to leave him forever. I'm saying you say I, I will leave you if you don't stop. Okay. And then you need to follow through on that. And then if he doesn't come back to you, then maybe if he doesn't <laughs> give up fighting on a cat for you. That's true. That's a pretty. It's a. It's a low bar. It's you not, could step yeah. over. You could step over that bar without really even raising your you leg could, you could, beyond normal height. You could trip over that bar. <laughs> it's so low. You could accidentally do that forever. Yeah. It's more of a threat to stub your toe. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's a good plan. What if you say? Yeah, I mean, I think maybe you set up the cameras, like mm-hmm. you said. Then you say, I'm going to leave you if you stop fighting on the cat, fighting on the cat. And then he says, I won't. But then you see it on the cameras. Then you need to actually leave him, but mm-hmm. still leave him with the cat mm-hmm. and then access the video feed and see if he does it when you're not there and like you're not in the relationship anymore. Because mm. then that's something that's extra weird. <laughs> because then even if he comes back to you, after that point, it's like, okay, I promise now I really won't fight on the cat. I feel like you can't, you still can't, you can't yeah. take him back after yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I left you with the cat alone for like a few weeks while yeah. I found a new place and you continue to fight on the cat. <laughs> That's the deal breaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, there, there we've done the solution. Yeah, we found it. You're welcome. 
Um, all right, Kimba, let's get into shower thoughts. Shower thoughts, 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 shower thoughts, 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 shower thoughts, 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 shower thoughts, thoughts, thoughts. This shower thought is by Super Flippy. If you suddenly found yourself in another person's body, all the little aches and pains and annoyances they've learned to ignore would probably be almost intolerable. I think about this a lot about my yes. own body. Ah, oh, yeah, so do I. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's amazing. I always think about, yeah, like, what am I comfortable with right now? Even to the extent of, like, um, just something easy as, like, my breathing, things mm. like that. Like, what if I went into somebody else's body and I was like... Oh my god, I can breathe so much clearly now. Like I never even thought it was a problem. Even the difference between you and us, you you smoked for quite a while. Yeah. I've never smoked. Yeah. Would you, you notice the difference? Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. That's a really good point, actually. And I think because the same I would say, uh, it, especially from my point of view, where absolutely in the past my breathing has been horrible due to smoking, but also non-exercise. But then I have been doing a lot of exercise where I feel like I've got to that back to that being sort of normal point but is it actually like i don't even know it's just better than what it was i I think there's a lot about weight as well if Mm. you were to go into the body of someone far heavier than you you're carrying around Mm. extra weight which is something they're probably yeah more used to but you would get tired easier yeah i wonder because you've got obviously got things like that the the muscle that goes along yeah. with that that's carrying around the weight but even then would it just be like you know more mentally you're aware of it and you're like oh this mm. still feels like a lot to to yeah. carry around a bit more yeah i always it's so interesting to mm. think about this stuff even i want to know like like um the more uh nuanced things of like okay all guys rearrange their balls at mm. some point right Slightly uncomfortable, mm-hmm. maybe a little bit of itch or something. You've got to move it across. and But I wonder if the exact sensation is the same. Like, oh. I want to know whether even just that small difference is like, I know why I do it. I know the sensation that I get where I feel I need to rearrange it. And you assume that it's the same for all guys. Yeah. But maybe it's slightly different. Mm. Maybe yeah. like maybe the intensity is different for other guys in which they have to do that. And then because there there are weird guys that are always rearranging their balls, maybe too much. Yeah. And maybe like, but does it feel way better for them? Yeah, maybe. Because to me, it's like kind of whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's more of a comfort thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there you go. A little more comfortable. Mm, but yeah. if, if what if it was like a little more comfortable? Oh. Oh. oh, way better. Maybe they should be more uncomfortable more often. Yeah. Um, I think it would be an interesting thing about just basic senses like sight and hearing. Like maybe going to someone yes. else's body, like man, I have terrible eyesight. <laughs> I could things are so much clearer, or like yeah. like yeah, I can hear so much more than I normally hear. Yeah, or like oh, colors look slightly different. Color blind? Because I think well, yeah, that's right. I mean, obviously there's color blindness, and I feel like you at a certain age you 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 sort of pick up the fact that oh, I don't see colors the same as yeah. as, as other people. Yeah. But even two people that theoretically feel as though they have normal color eyesight, do they swap? Is there slight differences between the hues mm. that you know is that you can perceive between two? 
But yeah, even, uh, of course, like if I went to a colorblind person's site, I'd be so interested yeah. just to see that like all the time. I go to one of those stores that has like paint samples. Yeah. And I just flick through the books. Yeah. Gray, yeah. gray, gray, yeah. gray. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's my understanding of what color blindness is, Delta. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Blue, gray, gray. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't even know how that happens. <laughs> um, okay, here's another one. This is by Jcab0219. We only respect people with jobs like a hedge fund manager more than fast food workers because of how much money they make. Fast food workers have done more for society than hedge fund, hedge fund managers have. I'm going to say that this person had the same revolution, revelation that all of us had in COVID, which is when people that were essential workers were named. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, yeah, man, people that work in supermarkets do really good work. <laughs> they, yeah. they literally provide us with the food mm. that we eat. We need them. Yeah. We need the Uber Eats drivers. Yeah. yeah Very yeah. important to I, us. I think, and hopefully that sticks around for a little longer, that, that people appreciate far more jobs mm. that were seen as like, stopgap jobs and stuff like that mm, yeah being like oh, you know what it's kind of a shit job mm. and it's really important and thank you I, Uber Eats drivers is a great one I uh, yeah I, I like loved my time working at McDonald's mm. when I was younger um, I thought it was such great fun and really it kind of came down to like well I need to get a real job now like I need to get a job that's going to pay proper Money. Actually, yeah. I, I went to the cinema and it was still part-time job. <laughs> but there was like, um, you know, I felt the need to move on. But I wonder if it would be... It'd be so interesting if we lived in a world where, you know, currency wasn't a problem. Like how jobs would change. Mm. And how, you know, like there was universal income. Everybody just got the same amount. And you just needed a job. Like, I actually... Actually, I think I would probably go back to the cinema but I did really enjoy my time in fast food as well. And what I'm doing now, it's like, it's not really that interesting. Mm. Like, I feel like I'm I'm lacking a lot of the... Motivation to uh, go to work. Yeah. No, no, no. I don't I hate my job or anything, but I, I'm lacking a lot of the things that I liked from the cinema and from the, you know, being the fast food. Like, the, the culture around that was just a lot more enjoyable, I uh -huh. think, in general. And um, and so it would be so interesting to see what the world is like if we all just said, okay, you have to get a job, but just sort of do whatever you want. Yeah, <laughs> do something you would actually enjoy. Yeah, like I think there would become this much more respect, like this person is saying, for a fast food worker or yeah. people on the front line because they're like, oh, I really I appreciate like what you it. do. I don't, you know, we don't need all these other hedge fund managers and things like well, that. The other thing about this is very bold to assume that I respect hedge fund managers. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think they I were think talking about like manager, society yeah. in general. Probably. I think that's one of those jobs. It's kind of a bullshit job. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think stockbroker is the same. They make a lot of money. I understand that. Mm. But what a bullshit job that is <laughs> where it's like, you're kind of dealing in nothing. Yeah. And that's true. And I, yeah, that, that's right. It's like, the respect is only there. Well, I think that's to this person's point, right? It's really only about the money. It's like if you were going to, I don't know, if you see some pimply-nosed kid that's working at a fast food yeah. joint and a guy who's, you know, looks somewhat successful and a normal person, like you just feel as though you have more 
respect for that other person just on appearances alone. You I, know? I respect him in the sense that I'm like, well, you've you've managed to trick society into thinking that you do something <laughs> that is important. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And that's all you. What really I'm trying need. to say is, I'm a man of the people, Nelson. I respect the kid more. <laughs> I don't think you would. <laughs> I'm gonna find the ugliest, pimpliest, most fast food worker in yep. the world and put him in front of you. Yeah. And the, the I'm, I'm gonna respect the hell out of that. And the kid. most genuine, oh, nice hedge, mo- hedge fund guy. Get him out of here. Like just somebody that you would utterly respect, no. and you can't. But I, in fact, I'm gonna try and convince who, who's somebody that you. Like, I don't know, some like director or somebody. How about Quentin Tarantino? I'm going to get Quentin uh, Tarantino into hedge funds <laughs> and then put him in front. I nah, don't, he's too weird, yeah, isn't he? I don't really respect him that much. You do you respect him? I'm not going to respect gonna, anyone. I'm not, not going to tell you. <laughs> Just fast. Because then you're going to use them against me. <laughs> I didn't think you respected anyone, Kemper. Except for that kid. Except for that kid. I've just made up in my head. You. Your idea of respect is so twisted. <laughs> Don't respect you, that's for sure. <laughs> I know. <laughs> All the podcast listeners, apparently, oh, really? put them in the back of the ship. <laughs> I mean, I, but I, I, I respect them enough to bring them. Yeah, that's something, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> What's six more people? Is it to only just like make sure that some people are listening to our podcast when we get the million people there? And also, generally, from like my own ego, mm. these are people that are willing to listen to me. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, they could. <laughs> if I if everything goes south and I make no friends of this other million people, at least I've got the yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, all right, let's move on. <laughs> let's get into podnapping. Oh, oh my god, I'm being podnapped. Podnapping. This is Podnapping, where we nap a pod. We take a topic of conversation or a segment from another podcast, and we do it ourselves. Here's the thing, Kembe. This week, I'm actually podnapping from a real podcast. <laughs> oh, my God. Because yeah. I was about to say, except for sometimes we do none of those things. Yeah. Which generally is true. Generally, that's true. Yeah. But this week, from another podcast. What podnapping tends to be, except for this week, is just a real testing ground to see whether we got an idea or not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I've been listening to the All In podcast, mm. which is uh, it's actually two Twitch streamers, uh, Loser Fruit and Creator, um, and they just sort of talk about stuff. Do they present a threat to us in any way? Um, one time they did mention Reddit. <sighs> on a warning. Yeah, yeah. I've uh, I've sent an explosive device to the yeah. house, so don't worry about it. <laughs> it's fine. Um, but uh, they, they... So, yeah, they just kind of talk about random things. Um, and one thing they got into one week was uh, philosophical kind of questions. Wait, wait, wait. They're two dudes talking about random things on the internet. Girl and a guy. Okay, different enough. Yeah, yeah. Different it's, yeah, enough. it's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and so... Uh, yeah, I just thought, uh, I actually only took one of their questions they actually did because they spoke about things like the trolley problem, which we've spoken about before, um, and, um, free will, which again, we've spoken about. So I was like, oh, this is a good idea, but I'll get other ones. Um, but the one that I did steal from them. So I'm just going to go through a few, like a few philosophical questions. We should come up with a name for it. This podcast segment is called Philosophic Talk. 
Philoscussion. 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 Okay, got it. Got it. <laughs> so is it called Philoscussion? Yes, yes, got it, got it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool. Okay. And if anyone mocks up a logo, Philoscussion, very big, then in very small font. Yes, yes, got it, got it. <laughs> Thank you in advance. Um, okay. Uh, so the first question is, what do you think is more important, nature or nurture? Well, in raising a kid or in general, like nature of the earth. What, what do you think, I assume they're talking what, about like... What do you think affects humans more in nature and nurture? So, so, uh, so uh, nature is um, mm-hmm. like your, uh, when you're born, the idea that like humans inherently know how to do things yep. uh, because it's in the like genes. Well, But nurture is more like how you bring yeah. them up. I think that it's more important for us as humans for nurture because nature will kind of take its toll. Like mm. like the like evolution for example. Yeah. Is nature essentially like uh working things out. And over the long run nature will always always win. But huh? nurture like you can't really control nature and to think you can is kind of like yeah, but I think uh, what it's more asking is like, what do you think affects people more? Like, do you think we as humans mm-hmm. are products more so of nature or nurture? Do you think what turns a person from, you know, a a baby to a total piece of shit that's like a murdered somebody, mm-hmm. uh, is that more nature-based mm-hmm. uh, or do you think that uh, that's more nurture-based? It's like the environment that they grew up in. And that's just one example, yeah. but it's like about humans mm-hmm. in general. Yep. It's, this is my slight problem with philosophical questions is they're like, pick one where I don't think it is one. <laughs> I think it is both. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, yeah. But, and I think that that is that is like kind of the yeah, consensus yeah, yeah, yeah. that it is both. But if you do you feel like there's one over the other, you know, like is there... I mean I, I do, but in situation to situation, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like yeah. like uh, sexuality, nature. I would say you're just kind of born with with what like you're born with who you are. Yes, yeah. But like you're saying, someone maybe doing crime or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, people aren't necessarily born like that. That can be a nurture thing, mm-hmm. but it can also like be a it's like. The, well, it, yeah, I mean, there's that. The, like, that's a good point, right? Let's say crime in general, or in fact, uh, let's uh, say like a mass murderers mm-hmm. um, is, or, or uh, yeah, yeah, like psychopaths. You yeah. know, do you think as though? That's because, yeah, most psychopaths or mouth murderers, they have been brought up in a horrible situation. But also it's like a very mental mm. illness sort mm. of thing. Mm. And so, okay, could that same person have been brought up in a loving family and done something different with their lives and not turned to this? Or were they just I, fundamentally okay, so built that way? I think that it, it's it's nurture because thinking about that situation where there are, there are some people with just born with uh, mental illness, mm-hmm. but were they nurtured correctly, uh, it maybe it would have been treated a little bit better or even if it was treated better and it doesn't really matter, that's just who they are, maybe at least the result would have been lessened. 
Like mm. it could have been far worse were they nurtured incorrectly. Yeah. Like here's a really weird example to, to tie this to. But uh, let's take Justin Bieber, for example, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, notorious for being quite a, quite a bit of like a brat and a dick. Yep. And I don't think he was born that way. I think he became very famous very young. Mm-hmm. Everyone around him was nurturing him in such a way because they were getting yeah. money from him that there yeah. was no consequences to anything he ever did. So yeah, no fucking shit he turned out that way. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. And I think that that's a very like a microcosm of, of a lot of things. Mm. Right. Yeah. And mm. even if someone's born with a mental illness, there's still negatives to it, but they can maybe be blunted or lessened. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I uh, agree more. And there's like, um, I mean, there's been so many studies over time with this nature versus nurture, which is more important, which is more impactful. Can you can you nurture the nature out of somebody? Sort yeah, of right. thing? Um, I know they've done studies with things like um, uh, monkeys, mm. where they've tried to nurture them as humans to see if they come out, you know, the same way and, and, and like basically become a human. Yeah. Um, and there is kind of evidence to say, well, like sort of in yeah. a way, like still the nature is pretty. Siegfried and Rory with the, with the tigers. Yes. Nurtured the hell out there. <laughs> still attacking. Yeah. Yeah. Which is right. It shows that, that like in that case, the nature is mm. so much stronger. Um, and, but they probably attack them less. Mm. than they would have were they not nurtured. That's right. Was and my point about blunting things. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, the, like these things with going back to that monkey thing, like they've taught monkeys sign language and things, which is obviously not part of their nature. But then does that make them more intelligent? Mm. But then this uh, actually uh, on that, I remember we spoke about this ages ago where uh, monkeys never ask questions. So we've taught them to respond, but they don't ask questions. Mm. And so you think, okay, that's a, that is when nature is stronger than nurture because we can't get them to, it's not in their nature to ask a question. You know, they don't have that sort of intelligence sort of thing. And I think it's interesting when you look at nature versus nurture on an animal level, not human, um, because, I think it can make it a little bit clearer. I think for humans, maybe it's like the more intelligent life you are, the more nurture has an impact on where you go and and, um, how it affects you. But again, I know some other um, experiments have done super unethical ones in the past too, where they like split up uh, identical twins. Yeah. And uh, there's a great documentary about it. Called yeah. Three Identical Strangers. I've heard it's super boring. <laughs> I've heard that the that it was it's a like series, right? Isn't it a series? Maybe it's no, not it's that a, one. It's just a movie. Oh, maybe it's not that. Uh, there's another one I think that's like a series, and it's just about two identical twins, and they're like you could sum it up in half an hour, and it's like a ten episode long kind of season. Um, but yeah, that's like. Uh, but there's been lots of cases of this, which is the horrible thing. I mean. Um, uh, and it's yeah, just about like, do these people turn out the same sort of way yeah. if they've been grown up in in different households? Yeah, genetically very similar, even down to like how they're treated I, based on I, their looks. I think looks. identical is. I think that's why, like the like the DNA is mm. even identical in some case. I, I, I'm maybe sort of making this up, but like almost 100 percent exactly the same of identical twins. That's why it's 
that's why they are often the very subject of it. It's like, we know you are exactly the same nature wise. Mm. So let's work out what happens when you're, you know, do something else. But um, yeah, I, I always find that uh, nature and nurture thing sort of interesting. And if I had some richer parents, I'd be far more happy. But maybe you have a twin that does have richer parents. <gasps> I should search for my twin yeah. and mooch off them. <laughs> Um, the problem is you'll be putting up posters saying, have you seen this man with a photo of you? And everyone's like, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, I should have explained. Yeah. Uh, this is, yeah. This guy, not, but, not me. Not, but not me. <laughs> and, I, and look, have you, this, seen, have you seen me anywhere? Not me, but me. Yeah. The confusing thing is this is a picture of me because obviously I don't have a picture of him, but not me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Here's another one. Who's in here last week? That was me. <laughs> uh if someone you loved was killed in front of you, but someone created a copy of them that was perfect right down to the atomic level, would they be the same person and would you love them just as much? No harm, no foul. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah I mean, that's just as good, I guess, yeah. <laughs> it is that uh, interesting thing of... Wait, was, was it, is it Total Recall? Which is the one where he's a clone? What's the one where he's a clone? Arnold Schwarzenegger. The yeah. Si- the Sixth Day. Is it? Yeah. Oh, right. Total Recall is all about, is it reality? What's reality? Is he? <laughs> but they're both, um, yeah, yeah. They're both uh, like Philip K. Dick novels, aren't they? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah I think that's where I was getting the confusion. <laughs> I, I love the idea that someone explained to Philip K. Dick, we've made a couple of your novels into films. Yeah. Oh, they're, they're quite thoughtful novels. Who have you cast as the lead? Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's our real go-to guy for your stories, Phil. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, that, yeah, because I always think that that's interesting because if you are the clone or if you know you're going to be replaced, right, this is where I feel like it gets me. Because this one, if I'm like, yeah, if it's somebody else, if you got replaced, I'd be like, yeah, but it's just you. So it's fine. I don't really give a shit. But if you're the clone or you're the original and you're, you know you're going to be replaced by the clone, mm. you'd be like... Well, like, I'm going to die. <laughs> also, like, even though me in every other way will continue to exist, the, I will die. I do think it's harder on the clone because clone presumably has all your memories. And let's say you probably don't remember the bit in which you were replaced. Like, that one instant is cut out. Mm. But for my whole life, I'd be going... Has, has it happened? Yeah. Am mm. I the How clone about, now? How about uh, now? <laughs> <laughs> Every time I have a near miss in a car or something like that, like mm. a swerve, go, oh, correct it. Oh, did it happen? Yeah. Is that <laughs> is that just a me- <laughs> is that just a memory about that incident? Yeah. But really, I didn't. I even, even just things like someone's like, oh, what'd you get up onto the weekend? You're like, uh, hmm, I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> oh my god, did it happen? <laughs> <laughs> he, like, think of the mental torture yes. of always wanting to know whether or not you're the clone. Or yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That mm. would totally screw me up. Yeah. yeah. If if cloning starts becoming a real thing, I'm gonna have to shut it down. Because, <laughs> <laughs> um, like you said, it would, you'd just be like, "Oh, it's still Camber. He knows all the same things. He's the same guy. Mm. All good." But then I would be over here being like, "Oh my god, what the <laughs> fuck?" Exactly. It's a huge problem. Cause then, and but then maybe I wouldn't be the same guy anymore because I'd be too concerned with whether or not I'm a client. <laughs> yes. Well, you're right. What I should do 
is insert that paranoia into you now. Yeah, yeah, good. So that becomes you. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah. if you are cleaned, it's just the same yeah, paranoia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay, Cambo too. <laughs> well, what? <laughs> Here's another one. How would humanity change? How would humanity change if all humans' life expectancy was significantly increased? Let's say to around 500 years. Uh, I mean, I guess societal expectations like kids in houses and stuff. Well, biologically, I was going to say, yeah, yeah if, if it's the same sort of thing, like maybe. Well, I, I think I'd probably be more willing to have kids sooner. <laughs> yeah. Then, yeah, they're out of the house and I still have like 480 years. <laughs> That's a really good point. But then isn't that a problem of like overpopulation? I mean, we're oh, already yeah, yeah. probably overpopulated at the moment. And if everybody lived to 500 years, we'd be, I mean, I don't think civilization would have got to this point because <laughs> our great, yeah. great, great grandfathers would still be alive. Because it would have to be like, let's say these sentient beings came down and been like, humanity, we can grant you life of 500 years. Would you want this? And everybody goes, yeah. We will have to do a few genocides every now and then. <laughs> do you agree to these terms? I didn't hear that. Yeah, just whatever. I didn't just do it already. We don't speak celestial being. We don't know what you're saying. I was celebrating from the 500 year thing. I just tuned out everything else. He said, just yes, give it to us. That's, I think that's how that yeah, conversation yeah, yeah. would go. <laughs> Um, and it, it, they'd be like, all right, everyone go. The country of Russia, you stay behind. <laughs> Why is that? You'll it's see. Weird. <laughs> it's, it's weird. Um, I, I think it's a really interesting concept because um, I really believe that wisdom does come with age. Mm. Um, and I think that if then we have people that are incredibly wise, I'm also assuming that our, you know, yeah, our minds can keep up at age yeah, 500, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. Because like, like it, it starts- is now where it's like, you know, you get to like 100 90, or yeah. Yeah, 90, 100 roughly and your brain's not as good as it was. Then getting to 500 and you're just a vegetable. Yeah. Like, I, yeah, I'm, I'm assuming we have the same yeah. rough intelligence there in our entire lives. Um, but, you know, I, I think that countries would be led like they are now by the older generation. Mm. And so could you imagine what that would be for somebody who's lived through a lot more, you know, sort of turmoil, thinking about things like, Mm. um, let's say, uh, slavery as a... Well, yeah, this is a great point because we're only like two generations removed from people in Mm. power at the moment. And already some of the values are are quite different. Mm. If there was people still alive today that were alive 500 years ago today... Mm-hmm. And they'd be like, oh, everyone's making such a big deal about slavery. We have slaves all the time. Like, they have a very cavalier attitude. Yeah, I suppose that's right. It could go either way. Because I'm still assuming that, like, it, it's probably incorrect to say as a, as a blanket statement. But I feel like as you get wiser and, and older, you become more caring of other people that aren't you. Mm. Um, I've found that generally it seems to be the opposite. The older you get, the more people become like insular and they're like, this is what I've locked into now. (laughs) And I'm not changing for nobody. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I 
Yes. What I'm saying is my grandparents are the worst. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> I can I can see that you've like had that very yeah, specific yeah. like experience of like this is what older people mean to me. Yeah. Um, whereas I've also seen the opposite of like you you know, when I was younger, I judged people way more harshly about um, you know, uh, for one maybe what they look like or um what their financial situation is or something like that, what they do for a job or, you know, how they, how they get by. Um, you know, like even I would say homeless people when I was younger, I'd be more like, like d- don't even con- see them as a human being. Yeah. And now that I'm older, I'm like, Oh, like they've, you know, they're just humans. They've suffered through something, uh, you know, horrible. Maybe it's a mental illness that's led to that. Like, I feel like you be- I've become more compassionate about people and understand that everybody is just a human. Mm. Um, but you're right. Like, I mean, and it's not that you, you're you having this one specific example that nobody else has. There's some very racist old people. <laughs> I, I think, honestly, it it's about who you are as a person. I think that you're probably just a more compassionate person. And if you're a stubborn, selfish person, you're going to get you're more so as the years yeah. go by. Mm, yeah, that's a good point. So maybe... Like uh, politics, who that you know traditionally has a, a right wing and a left wing, they'll just become more extreme yeah. <laughs> of those versions. Yeah, um, yeah, that's a that's an interesting point. Because like you get to live for that much longer, but so do people that maybe like the idea. We're not fans of the Australian politician Pauline Hanson. Mm-hmm. The idea of four hundred and twenty more years of, of that. You know. <laughs> yes, that's yeah, not great. Because but I also saw the see so she's like pretty racist, right? But again, like I'm just very hopeful that this is what would happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is like she meets more um, you know, people of different races mm. and has that realization that I did about, you know, homeless people that, oh, they're all just people. And we should only get. And I would like to think that in a hundred years' time, she has she that opinion. You know, yeah, she yeah. might, she might meet some of those people. And it's like the guy who, um, there's a really famous guy. I, I can't remember his name. Who uh, was an African American man, and he uh, got people of the Ku Klux Klan to hang up their robes. Mm, yeah. Um, because he just befriended them. Yeah. And I was like. You know, it all it takes is like that one experience for somebody to have to change their views. Yeah, you, you, and honestly, I, I I do appreciate that you have a very optimistic view of, <laughs> yeah. of society that way. I think it says a lot that I immediately I was like, oh, people would become worse. Yeah. Well, look, the state of the world that it is at the yeah. moment, <laughs> it's not really looking good for the future of humanity yeah. as a whole. Right. So, uh, we probably would just become worse. Yeah. <laughs> But we're hopeful that we will become better. <laughs> exactly. Uh, should I see? Say, nah, I think we should move on, maybe. Yeah, probably. We're, we're one hour 18. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Uh, let's get into Ask Me Anything, where listeners of the show, just like you, listener, can write in and ask us anything you want. Yes, I have one here from Hallie. It says, gentlemen, I 100% forgot about volunteering for the Switzerland correspondent, but here we go. I'd like to start out by talking to Rasmus directly. Hi, Rasmus. I'm happy to take the Switzerland off your hands. Frankly, I've always considered them as a backup for when the US goes to shit. And man, it was close for there for a while. 
And now I am just so overworked being the correspondent to Ohio, the Bermuda Triangle and Switzerland. I'm thinking you may be better suited to the Bermuda Triangle since you're only corresponding for Sweden now. And I'm not that interested in switching to Sweden. Sorry, mate. My first question is why do people think the Bermuda Triangle is dangerous? And do you agree? That's a no? great question for our Bermuda that, Triangle correspondent. Thank you, Ali, for asking here's the Rasmus problem. that question. He, well, here's good. the problem. Mm-hmm. If Rasmus doesn't agree to become the Bermuda Triangle correspondent, uh, Hallie, you're going to have no. to find that out. No, no, no. Because we said, as a reward for Hallie taking on the Switzerland correspondent, she could offload one of her correspondents. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Rasmus, you have to take this. <laughs> this is not... This if, is not yeah, Rasmus, if you could just solve one of the greatest mysteries in, <laughs> in human history, that would be great. Um, also, I just wanted to point out that uh, uh, Hallie said... In brackets, she's saying that uh, Switzerland was a backup for the US um, in case the US goes to shit. And man, it was close for one for a while. This email came in before the capital riots. So <laughs> I just wanted to <laughs> point out that maybe still keep Switzerland there yeah, in, yeah. Uh, you know, in the back, yeah. as a backup. Yeah. Uh, anyway, back to you guys. So far, uh, she's, she's done even more research into the Swiss Army knife for us, which is great. We were curious about the uh, the USB function. Yeah. So far, I found a 16 gig for $38, uh, between 38 and 55 USD, uh, depending on if you find it on sale. From what I've read, the two gigabyte uh, knife uh, discontinued and can only be brought used at this point. Mm. However, there are dozens of tutorials on DIYing a USB drive into a Swiss Army knife if two gigabytes is your thing. I'd recommend splurging for the 16 gigabyte. Do note that the knives with the USB have significantly flu- fewer attachments to make room for the drive. Mm. Well, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I don't often need like a wine bottle opener. Yeah. Take that out. Mm. Put the USB in. Yeah. I'm far more likely to use the USB. Here's the thing. You you might think we've had so much information about these Swiss Army knives now, mm. but what is 38 USD to the AUD conversion? Mm. If you could just get back to us on that. We could Google that, but we don't Google during the <sighs> we show. We don't Google during the show. So, uh, Hal, you come back to us with what 38 to 55 USD would be equivalent yeah. uh, in AUD, please. <laughs> uh, okay. On another note. Because of the widespread Switzerland-Sweden confusion, is it widespread or is it just us? Let's say it's widespread. Okay. It makes us look better. <laughs> I will now be referring to Switzerland as Swedenland. Love you guys, Hallie. Swedenland. Mm. Nice. I, I Yeah, we should do that if mm. we're ever referring to Switzerland yeah. or Sweden. Just Swedenland. Swedenland. Yeah. Then we're right no matter what. <laughs> Also, this is like a slightly irrelevant, uh, slightly off topic. Um, Hallie made a, a minor spelling mistake, mm. and I would like—I I corrected it on her behalf. I know, but I would like to incorporate this word into now the English language. Sure. She spent spelled depending, but instead of the G, she put an F, so mm. it's dependif. But she said depending on if. My thing is, what if we just shorten depending on if yeah. to dependif? Yeah. Depend if you want this or not. <laughs> Let's just start using that word. Mm. Hallie's come up with a genius new word for the English language. But the problem is she said depend if on if. It was yeah, just yeah. doubled it. Oh, well, she's, I've kind of, <laughs> I've smoothed the edges yeah, of, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. this thing. But depend if, it's a new word now. Everybody use it. I'll be angry if you don't. Okay, I've got another one here. 
This is by Dory, and it was, uh, I think, the the first... You know what? Maybe the email explains this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hello, gentlemen. I realized the other day that the one-year anniversary of my discovering the podcast was coming up. Or at least I thought so. I went to check and realized that the anniversary was actually a month ago. Whoops. Probably more like two months by the time you all, you all read this. <laughs> uh, anyway, this is my first time writing in, but I've been lurking on the Discord forever. Ooh. I was listening to the episode where Nelson's cousin started a job where he worked, but you didn't realize you were related at all. I have a similar story. When I was first interviewing for my current job, they said they had someone else with my last name that already worked there, and they asked if I knew a John. I do, of course, have an Uncle John, but I knew he worked for a totally different company. I say I don't know him, and the interview continues. It goes very well, and they offer me the job. Well, it's a small world. On my way back to my car, I see a very familiar face. Turns out my uncle had just accepted a position at the company only a month before. He was just as surprised to see me as I was him. But it was a super cool turn of events because my team works very closely with his team. We see each other often and it's the best part of my day. On that note, it wasn't the same experience for me because I did not really know my cousin. Yeah. So, like, yeah. And I'd see her and I'd be like, oh shit, what's her name again? This is really <laughs> awkward. Dad's uh, side on mom's side. Dad's yeah. side on mom's side. <laughs> exactly. Uh, on that note, here's my question for y'all. Do you have any small world moments? Other than the story with Nelson's cousin, of course. I love wild coincidences, and I think they are the best stories. Thanks for all the laughs, and keep up the mediocre work, Tori. <laughs> P.S. Thanks again, Nelson, for the secret Santa gift. My favorite Aussie snack I got to sample was the Tim Tams, so much so that when I ran out, I ordered some more on Amazon. Oh, Cheers. Oh. They are pretty good, but it's the like, correct answer was the pizza shapes. So unfortunately, oh, you said, you've got that wrong. You sent pizza. I, I, oh, no, sorry, barbecue. Oh, barbecue. yeah, good, yeah, good. Because yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the debate yeah. in Australia is uh, we have biscuits here called shapes. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like, I don't know, very cheap. <laughs> they're, not, they're not good. They're, they're not just, fancy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but they're the, just like The, chips, the, the big debate of. is uh, pizza versus barbecue flavor because barbecue mm-hmm. is a flavor we have on a lot of our chips and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, but also, it's one of those debates that has a correct answer. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it does. <laughs> and it's barbecue. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the weird thing is, if you're listening to this from another country and you're like, oh, barbecue flavored chips, I understand what those taste like. It doesn't taste it like doesn't, what you think yeah, it yeah, tastes yeah. like. And you might also think, oh, like barbecue sauce. Nope. Yeah, not not any of those <laughs> things. It's just a weird tangy flavor yeah, <laughs> normally. Yeah, yeah kind of, a, you know, kind of spices. Like, like how barbecue isn't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how they came up with that. Yeah. Um, Anyway, I, I think chicken flavored chips and stuff are a pretty uniquely Australian thing as well. I think, yeah, I think so. I don't know. Mm, sure. You guys, you tell us. <laughs> what Am I wrong? <laughs> also, technically, the pizza flavor doesn't really taste like pizza either. So, and the question can you see the flavor? Oh, you absolutely it's can. It's flavor you can see. <laughs> yeah. That's their big claim. Like, that's something special. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Because you can. Theoretically, see all flavor, can't you? Yeah, especially if you get like a salted biscuit. I can see the salt on the biscuit. Mm-hmm. I suppose maybe they're like, if you have like a cookie, like you can't see the sugar necessarily. I mean, you can chalk chip. Yeah, but you can see the chalk chip. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> <laughs> um, small world moments. Small world moments. I actually agree. I, I really love small world moments. Moments. I think it's so interesting when you, you know, meet somebody that you yeah. know from somebody else. Um, I mean, Stacey and I kind of had that when we first uh, 
you know, started seeing each other. Mm. It's it's not as like weird and specific, but like she was her best friend dated one of my close friends in high school, and we went to a lot of the same parties together, not knowing each other and not seeing each other. Mm, yeah. So we were at a lot of the same events together yeah. with no knowledge of each other whatsoever. Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? Yeah. I um I- she she went to the fish and chip store that I worked at as my first job. Like uh, right. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's really crazy. So I like I may have served her. Yeah. Yeah. That's really interesting. You're what like, a- oh, what a hottie. <laughs> I'll be with her one day, and then give, you immediately give, forgot about give it. Give her an extra dim sim. <laughs> oh, that's the ultimate move if you work in a fish and chip store. <laughs> yeah. yeah I Got chucked, a- in, chucked in a few extra dimmies for you, mate. No problem. Get a lot of numbers that way. <laughs> <laughs> she asked for minimum chips, but I do just a little bit more. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm sure I've had lots of, uh, situations like this, but one that comes to mind is when I worked in the cinema, somebody started, I, I had a good friend, uh, Sam, we were like friends from high school. We hung yep. out like all the time. This was pre camp. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I killed Sam. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Took his yes. place. Yes. Um, and then I killed Cambo and now you're the clone. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, uh, we we hung out so often that we would have the same inflections, kind of like you and I do now, I think. We make the same jokes. We quote the same things. Yeah. Um, and so this girl started working at the cinema and, uh, and so Sam didn't work there. And uh, she we spoke for like a little bit and she was like, man, he really sounds like this other guy I know from my uni (laughs) called Sam (laughs) and they were actually uh, flirting with each other. I found Sam hadn't like told me about it yet because they hadn't like gone out or anything. And, but she apparently went to, you know, uni the next day and was like, Hey, this is going to be sound weird, but do you know somebody that works at the cinema? (laughs) And he was like, Oh yeah, my friend knows it. And she was like, you guys are exactly the same. (laughs) And that's literally the only way that I put together that you (laughs) like you two related in any way at all. I thought that was such a funny thing that, yeah, we were so similar that she just assumed we were friends or related in some way. That is quite weird, isn't it? To yeah. be like, you're so alike. Yeah. It's almost like being with the other person. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's why I killed your original hmm? because we were too similar. What was that thing you said? What? what? I thought you said a thing. I was just saying thanks, uh, Dory, right, right. and thanks, uh, Hallie, for writing in. If you would like to write into us, you can do so. Reddit podcast, R E A D I T podcast at gmail.com. And please do. And please do. We're actually running a little, <laughs> little bit low on them. So if you like Dory, you're one of the lurkers. Yeah. You total piece of come shit. Out, come, come out of the shadows. Come out of the shadows. Here's the. Okay. This is what we'll promise. If you have been a lurker and you come out of the shadows now and you send us an email, yep. we won't put you at the very back of the ship when the aliens yeah, come. Yeah. you he, still be like towards the back. Here, here's a promise I can make and I can only make it to one person, so get in quick. <laughs> okay. If you send us an email but you do the little exclamation mark for high importance, you know how you can like, oh, you, like yeah. you can say this is an urgent message, yeah. you won't have to wait weeks. Oh. We'll, we'll worry about next week. We'll read about next week. Only one person. Though. But only one person. So get the it first quick. Person gets it. Oh my God. That's, wow. That's a big, that's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty it's, good. Um, and we'll have to because. There's not much of a cue now. <laughs> <laughs> but still. Yeah. 
there's there's some emails on here. People are gonna be annoyed. Yeah, <laughs> I said this weeks ago. Um, that's the regular response. <laughs> that's true. Uh, but uh, yes, but also we'll give you a better seat on the ship. Yeah, better seat on the ship, and you skip the queue. And you skip the queue. It's a bloody great deal. Um, and that's it. Rate the show and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I would say yeah. Uh, we do love a review. Depend if you're on Apple Podcasts specifically. Good news. Good news. Rate the show. Helps us somehow on the charts, I believe. Uh, yeah. You discovered it. That's how we hack the charts for Cancel Movie Reports. <laughs> so, uh, exactly. There you go. Help us hack the charts. Leave a review. Review whatever you want. Or literally hack the charts. Or literally, if you know if how to you hack, know the how to hack the charts in a literal sense. Yeah. Hack the chart. Hack Put the us on the top. <laughs> Put us on everybody's devices. Yeah. Subscribe us to everybody. Yeah. Put us on top of all charts. True crime. Yeah. Science and technology. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, but thanks for listening, and we will read you later. Ooh.